This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. What's up, Russ fans? Welcome to episode 134 of the Basic Bookers Podcast. We are going to have predictions for the Clash of the Champions. If you don't know, I'm Rich Riz, here with my bro, the champ for now, Basement Jim. The champ, now and forever. You are here, you are listening during the never-ending rain. We are at 14 days. You can't copy the guy of I the, copied. That's I got dibs. Okay, we're <laughs> it's fourteen days of the longest shit. I had I had a thing I was gonna do, I'm and sorry. you torpedoed it. That's okay, cause basement chair is here. John Cena in the streets. Dean Ambrose in the sheets. Basement chair. You're nasty! Isn't it funny that the two people I reference happen to be in a mini feud? Yeah. That's crazy. So, much like my, much like I actually am, what a conflict. I'm a conflicted person. Okay. That's crazy. And I am the man with the iron liver and the silver tongue. Don't get it twisted. Gotta mute that shit. I am. It was. The system notifications is up. Right. In case I have the system notification, I need to hear. You know, because the averagely priced JR V1 uh, device is clumsy at best. But you get what you pay for. I guess so. I don't so, like that segue. In keeping with the traditions of recent times. That's better. Because, you know, we got the steak and potatoes coming later. But what comes from... Oh, we got a big, hot, steaming pile of veggies. Not shit. Steamed. The steamed vegetables. Steamed veggies. That's the best way to have them. It is. We're health conscious here. Mm-hmm. I eat steamed veggies like five times a week. Yeah, I know. With my, my steamed chicken. You put it in your mouth and you chew it. It's good for you. Yes. That's what happens. You do that all the time, too. I watched you put some meat in your mouth before, too. Yeah, or sausage. I sausage, sausage and was broccoli. Italian, was it Italian sausage? I don't know. Well, you can't afford this Italian sausage, I'll, t- I'll tell you that much. So! I don't know what you're trying to apply here. Listen, I run a clean podcast here, okay? What? Get to where you're going. I'm the champion <laughs> of the world. How dare you disrespect me on the Basement Bookers podcast? Besmirch my name. You, you try to sully my reputation. What is that? Here is... I'm tossing you a steamed broccoli florette. You can't just hand it to me in a dish. Like so I'm you, some kind you, of a savage. You didn't bring out any freaking plates. I. How are you gonna eat these fucking veggies without a plate? You know. You know what? what? So I got. I got a here. Take, I, I. I. Okay. Catch. Just get on with it. Damn it. According to Dave Meltzer, mentioned his name. I think more than we mentioned our names in this fucking show. Um. He says that. UFC 203 apparently drew roughly 425 to 475,000 buys. It's kind of a lot. 
Um, while it's not considered an enormous success, uh, it was ordered more than average, and he thinks, he estimates that Punk brought in roughly somewhere between, uh, this is a pretty broad uh, range here, somewhere between 125 and 225,000 additional buys. That's a lot of money for UFC. Well, look, man, facts are facts. Much like lettuce being a salad, me being forever the champion of the world, CM Punk is a draw. Win, lose, or draw. Indeed. He's a draw. That means he draws money. Yes. I'm aware of that. I have nothing else to say. <laughs> so, I guess that earned him his, uh, what was it, half a million? For two minutes. And change. It's like almost two and a half. Are we counting a post-fight interview? No. Okay. Uh, the Post reported last weekend that apparently WWE recently made an offer to purchase TNA Wrestling. But Dave Meltzer confirmed and provided some new information that they didn't have. Apparently WWE just made an offer for TNA's tape library. Which uh, didn't happen. That's a good move. Get that on a network. The only way anyone's going to watch it. Yeah, Vince is kind of on and off trying that. His concern is he doesn't want other companies to be able to take credit for the network's success. Hmm. Interesting that you have uh, inside, you have your fingers on the pulse. I don't know why I'm doing that. Listen, it's averagely priced. (laughs) On the pulse of the old man. You, you, a confidant. I hear that. Does he text you? Does he tweet you? If he did, you would have been the fucking first to know about it. Mm. Or would I be? Because you always try to get yourself over. Who knows? You probably you yeah, probably tweeted. You probably know who's gonna who, who's gonna win the the matches already. That's you're gonna cheat. You're gonna cheat your way into into my championship. You mean I'm gonna reclaim my champion? That makes you a hypochondriac. Because you think it's okay for you to do things. I think you mean hypocrite, and I am not a hypocrite. Right. I meant hypocrite. That's what I said. <laughs> right? I, I, I could fix that, maybe. No. <laughs> There's no fixing here. We only handle your flatulence. Because you fart, like, all the time. And you have we have to edit out your farts. No. They're loud farts. Once I thought you actually crapped your pants. It smelled like you crapped your pants. I listen to every episode. If that's not in, I will find you. We'll go to your house, and I'll be like... <laughs> oh, that's... Uh, just throw my hands up. Scurry. That is. Just if I show up at your doorstep, like... Duh. Do you know what time it is? <laughs> yeah. It's 7 a.m. What are you doing? I wouldn't even be up yet because you don't you don't get the episodes up to like almost Sunday night. Saturday. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing right now. Me neither. Have you have you been wondering where Summer Ray is? No. Well, actually. well. <laughs> if you are now, she's out of action right now with back, neck, and elbow injuries. Her neck, her back. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then her back. Um, elbow? Yeah. Would she dig her elbow? Probably, I don't know. She, oh, she, 
You never hit your elbow on like an edge or something and just like... The honeymoon? Ah, yeah. Maybe that's what it is. She, she bruised her... She had a laceration on her funny bone. Maybe. That's my expert medical opinion. It doesn't specify, but it does. It says she hasn't wrestled in about a month. I think it's probably been a lot longer than that. But it says it's unknown when she will be back in action. Well, maybe not on TV. Maybe she was wrestling. Yeah, they got, I guess they gotta give the real wrestlers a break every now and then. Oh, that's just hurtful. You know, Summer Rae, she works hard. For the money? For herself. She, she, uh, she can dance very well. She did lingerie football. She was in that movie with The Miz. And I think didn't have any lines. She didn't need any lines. Cause she was a, she was, she was a badass, uh, mercenary chick and she, she got it done. Told you there wasn't a lot of uh, news this week. Because barely any news. That's right. So, speaking of badass chicks, let's jump ahead to the predictions. Let's start with the pre-show. We got... We can't... We can't... We can't... We can't start. We cannot. It has to stop right here. Because before we go into that, I'm bringing us into it. Hey, everybody, the bookers are here, and it's about to get hot in here. Because we're talking Clash of the Champions. Every title's on the line at the Clash of the Champions this Sunday from Indiana way. Indiana, huh? That's where... Uh, wow, you did place. your research. I did some research. That actually sounded like an old WCW promo song. I was trying to do that. Very good. There you go. Pound that. That yeah. did. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to pound this. Hold on. You pound that back. Side note, I was trying to write a longer song, but it just it didn't feel right to like do it that way. I off the domed it, sort of. There you go. You're welcome. There you go. And for those of you at home curious, this week, my lack of sobriety is brought to you by Beck's Oktoberfest. You know why? Because... It's September. Oh yeah, there's that. But, remember last week I had the spot in Oktoberfest? For the sake of this podcast, yes. Yes, I I do. I hate your memory. (laughs) Did you take your... (laughs) Did yeah. you take your Jake Jake Galoba? Did you take that stuff? Yes, I did. Okay. So, I go to the store. Same store as last time, right? I see six-pack of spot in Oktoberfest. By the way, I love any Oktoberfest beer. It's uh, it's just the way they brew it. it it's great. Do they um, brew it in a pumpkin? No. Uh, thankfully, I don't like pumpkin beer. Okay. Or pumpkin cider. Anyway. So I go to grab the six-pack. There's only five. Five? There's supposed to be six. Yeah, and there's no, there aren't any more. So, some douche who thought he couldn't handle the full experience of the spot in Oktoberfest six-pack took one. Maybe you just want to have a beer. You know, some people can have a beer and be good, right? Pussy. I guess. Fuck that. So, found Bex, 
Next Oktoberfest is excellent as well. So, got me some Becks. One down, five to go. Excellent. It's a great story. Now, back to the action. Pre-show. Your girl, Alicia Fox. I like Alicia Fox a lot, actually. That's not an insult. That wasn't supposed to be. No, because he's right. just like, your boy. No. It's like, no. I mean, okay. Let's make it sure. I'm, I'm an Alicia Fox fan, too. She's awesome. When she does her fucking crazy shit, it's fucking great. You be really like when she accidentally or purposely hit Nia Jax in the face with like a box of that donuts, was, it looked like, almost? Yeah. That, that was actually an accident, which was great. I know. Uh, versus Nia Jax. Yeah, this was is easy. <laughs> box of donuts on a pole match. <laughs> that's, that's not even fair. It's it wouldn't no contest. Be. Although, Alicia is crazy. What if Nia Jax were to, like, just force-feed Alicia Fox donuts when she won? Because, uh, obviously, she's going to be unconscious. Like uh, the Million Dollar Man used to do with the $100 bill. Yeah. Except, uh, I don't know if it was real money. I think it was. Wow. That's I think uns- I- that is unsanitary and gross. Yeah. I think he got them from the bank. Which is slightly less intense. Money's still dirty. Yeah, but it, yeah, but if it's like fresh from the bank, like crisp, like never handled before. Okay. Except by the by DiBiase, and then before that by the bank teller. Because I don't know if they had ATMs. Who's to say it's, it's it's freshly minted money though? Yeah, but if it was, but it's the old days. Everything was dirty back then, right? Is it cleaner now? No. So it's even worse. There's so many more strippers now, so many more hookers. Yeah, but they're, they're, they're trying. They're trying real hard. You know, taking care of themselves, they're doing Pilates. I, I, I support the strippers and hookers. I, I'm sure you do. We've now, got to support single moms everywhere. We, yeah. I, or they don't have to be. Not all of them are. What if some of You're our right. listeners happen to be... Uh, single moms? Single mom strippers. Or, or strippers. Yes. Or both. Do you know some? And you haven't told me? No. But I feel like the Basement Bookers podcast touches every heart. Hmm. The fire that burns within your heart. Yeah, we're here to we'll set your heart ablaze. No, that is not heartburn. That is the Basement Bookers. But if that continues and you're not listening to the podcast, I suggest you see a doctor. Shit might be going on that uh, you should get handled. Speaking of getting handled, Alicia Fox is going to get handled. Mm. I'm just saying. It doesn't make any sense for her to win, because she got destroyed that Monday. So there's that. Yep. Alright. I'm going to go in... I don't even know what order to go in. You know, I originally thought that there wasn't a lot of heat to this pay-per-view, but there kind of is. Let's go... The matchup probably has the least heat. Sami Zayn and Chris Jericho? Yeah. I pick Chris Jericho. The gift of Jericho. I agree. I think he's going to uh, make Sami Zayn drink it in, man. Uh, is it possible to overdose on the gift of Jericho? That's a great Is question. it possible to have too much Jericho? That is a question that I think... We we're gonna find out on Sunday. Let's see if he makes Sammy Zane. 
So do you think they would try to replicate the 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 list from WCW back in the day when uh, Jericho did his list of grievances? I think it was a tease of it because he didn't have a clipboard back in the day, and he had well actually he it was different because back in the day it looked like he had like paper. Yeah, well, he did have paper, but if you remember the original list, you remember th- those old school printers that it had the, dot matrix. Yeah, the the sheaf of paper that all the paper was connected. Yeah, it was one of those. Is that what dot matrix is? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, like like you remember it had like the bars of the green and the white and the green and the white. Yeah, terrible. I love paper now. So yeah, that that's what it was. That's what the original list was, which you know the arm bar list. Arm bar. Mm-hmm. And it went through the commercial break. Yeah. It's pretty cool. That was great. WWE Network. Nine ninety nine. So, I think we, we might have the answer this Sunday. I agree that I think Jericho is going to win. If I didn't mention it before, by the way, I think Nia is going to win also. So, we'll go. we're agreeing so far. For the U.S. Championship, Rusev versus Roman Reigns. This might be controversial. I'm picking Roman Reigns. The Samoan Superman, the powerhouse. He's just needs something. I agree. I think they are going to keep him out of the big title picture for a little while, sort of as punishment, continuing punishment for the uh, wellness violation. Um, all the title, all the champions are heels right now, except for the cruiserweight title, because we don't know what TJ Perkins. Let's get to that. Okay. Here is my gripe. Oh, boy. Now. You gripe. You have a champion, right? I have a TJ champion. TJ Perkins. Cruiserweight champion. Brand new title holder. Not on Raw. Not on... Wait, you have a fatal four-way match. Yeah. On Raw. Yeah. To determine the number one contender to his Cruiserweight championship. You don't have him out on commentary to let us get to know. Sure, they did a video, a little brief video package, but they did a brief a video package for for the other four guys. So I got five video packages, and if people did not watch the Cruiserweight Classic, and if they don't watch Impact Wrestling or uh, Ring of Honor, or, I think he was there. I think he was there at Raw. He might have been backstage. I mean, he he probably was. Whose bonehead idea was it to keep him? Off of TV. The same guy who wrote Mick Foley last week telling Seth Rollins there was going to be repercussions for him interfering in the main event. And there were no repercussions. That guy. Was it, I guess I must have missed that. You missed it? What do you... Last week. Not this Monday. Right. Last Monday. When Kevin Owens and Roman ago. Reigns. It's a long time they, ago. No, it's not that long ago. From, from me? From my memory? It's not that long ago. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. Uh, listen, that's neither here nor there. So what, so Foley said there would be repercussions? Yeah, because at the end, he, because Seth Rollins and he's like, I told you, I told you not to do this. There's going to be repercussions. No repercussions. No mention of any repercussions. You can't uh, say something like that. There was no repercussions. But yeah. Follow up. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. You got Roman Reigns too? Yeah, I do. Because they need to solidify his role as not the guy right now. They gotta I, build him back up. I think 
Yeah, because the way everything's running right now, it works kind of, but Rusev's not doing anything for the United States Championship, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's stagnating. And this, this will be good both for the U.S. Championship and for Roman, because it'll give the WWE a chance to actually give him a face run where like, we don't have to hate him for his position, his spot. No one's ever mad at a guy for having a United States Championship. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Who are you going to be mad at him for? Uh, we were mad at Seth for taking it from Cena, though. Because cause John Stewart was involved in the finish! It was that. And it was the best thing to happen to the United States title, the John Cena Invitational Challenge. That's right, whatever the fuck you called it. Yeah, whatever. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what I'm saying, man. I do. I do. So... This is going to be a great match, Perkins versus Kendrick. Yeah, unfortunately, I picked TJ Perkins because... you got to build up the title. Yeah, you can't just... just saying. Let's start Hot Potato already with the Cruiserweight Championship. That's a great way to break in a championship. I think we should meet the champion before they take the belt away from him. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, that was bizarre. How about we meet this champ? Look. Some head-scratching things do happen on this program. I don't know. I, I don't know. Raw and SmackDown have different writers, right? They have to. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, we we discussed that. I just don't remember. It was a while ago. Sheamus and Cesaro. Really, for the number one contendership. I pick Cesaro. Me too. Cesaro's gonna even the odds, yeah. Let's do... You know, I feel like the New Day versus Gallows and Anderson feud. I think, uh... I feel like... Hold on. I feel like... You feel like a nut? Sometimes. Sometimes I don't. Almond Joy's got nuts. Almond don't. So I kind of feel like they um, cooled off the New Day, Gallows, and Anderson feud a bit. They kind of didn't do a lot with it for a week or two. You? The, the comedy, then they, like, they took a week off, or New Day talked, and there was nothing. And now they got the tag title match, finally. Uh, well, before I make my pick, I just want to say... I just want to say, you can't take a team like the club and make comedy with them. It just doesn't work. You're not. I'm not. You're not going to take them seriously doing lame stuff like that. Like the new day said, just leave the clowning to them. Yeah. Which leads me to my prediction. New Day gets clowned. And the club gets crowned. And new tag team champions of the world! Well, I got some actual good news for you. I agree with that. I don't necessarily think that the tag titles have gotten stale. Not that they've gotten stale. It's just that the division is paused. Right. You understand? Because 
the New Day, they were top heels, mm-hmm. they're their top faces, they're over already. They don't need to be the tag team champions. They're over. Not like it's over, but they're over. Yeah. So you need to get other teams over. We need we need uh, Edzo and Cass to get out there. We need, you know, Epico or whoever. Who cares? I don't care about those guys. But those guys, you know, let's, let's move forward here. They'll get their rematch at Raw, Pay-Per-View, whatever. And just let's have the club just go and just cheat all over the place all the live long day. Yeah. I'm almost tempted to change my pick just because... And let's get some strong style. That's SmackDown. Never mind. Some strong style. I agree. For a second I thought Usos were on Raw, but they're on SmackDown. Ugh. Don't get me started. Okay. So... By the way, I agree, Club. If I didn't, say that, I didn't I know didn't. Big Thuggy makes you a heel. Like, the Usos went straight thug. Like, just zero to a hundred. Did you see them last week? Man. Oh, you mean Minnie Jamal and Minnie Rosie? Yeah. I think it's just... Rosie Jamal Light. Yeah. Yeah. Two and a half minute warning. Yeah. And their heels don't have them carry around as... Connor's Cure bandana in their back pocket. They have to. Those Connor's Cure bandana? Yeah, they don't have to. Let a heel be a heel, bruh. That's all I'm saying. Let let that... You could do that with other people. Yeah, hey. Owens and Jericho had it too. Yeah, you don't see Bray Wyatt with it. Uh, I might have. I don't know. No. I don't remember. Okay. If you don't remember, it didn't happen. But that's not... No. That's a bad precedent. I, I didn't. <laughs> that's bad. True story. Uh, I didn't see Orton with it, but he came out shirtless, right? Yeah. So shirtless. Yeah, you love that. Hey, if I was Randy Orton, I'd never wear a shirt. You lost ever. A, you lost a Z for that man. I did. Was I did. I did. It was a Q. I remember because it's a top quadrant. Yeah. Yeah. Top quadrant, which starts with a Q. Yes. How astute that observation. Yes. You know what? Why? That's what I do. Oh God! Listen, <laughs> man. Now Mark Henry's gonna show up on Raw next week. You see what you did? You see what you did? Somebody going through the revolving door. Somebody gonna turn face a heel. Hmm. I'm gonna say <laughs> face and get squashed by Braun Strowman. That's my prediction for Raw. Oh, <laughs> non-title. You know much. <laughs> Mark, Hen- Mark Henry has had a pretty damn impressive career. Yes, sir. Former I, Olympian. Yeah. Like, I, I never really cared for the character. World's strongest man. Whatever. Pulled a truck or something. I've seen a bunch of guys do that. That's not the point. But, and I understand what the point would be of feeding him to Strowman. But I don't like it. You don't like anything. I really don't like anything. But I don't like the idea of, of feeding Mark Henry to Strowman. I don't. I think if they're gonna if they're gonna do that, and this is obviously just fucking. You just threw that out there. I just do that. But if they were to, to have him fight, 
I think Mark Henry should be the, the quote-unquote first one to beat him in singles, since, you know, he shaved his hair and whatever. Whoa. And then have that be a feud, and then have Strowman go over. Strowman just shouldn't win the first match. I guess we'll see, but I don't know. I think, I, in my opinion, my expert championship opinion, I don't think they're going to beat the new version of Rod Strowman anytime soon. I think he is dominant enough that a loss to Mark Henry won't affect it, won't negatively affect his career. If he looks good in the match, though, that'll help him. You know, the best thing to happen with that Braun Strowman is that first enhancement match that they had. What was the name of that guy? You're talking about the one that said he liked sweaty men. No, the he's. Any man with two hands has a fighting chance. You're asking the wrong one. He had, like, no chin. Like, the first guy, he was on SmackDown also. And he was going to be uh, AJ Styles' tag team partner and the Miz beat him oh, up. Oh, this guy. What's his Hell, name? James Ellsworth? James Ellsworth. Ellsworth. Oh, my God. What a great catchphrase. He's a weird-looking dude. Yeah, but dude, how many catchphrases can you name right now in wrestling? Uh, okay. Let's... Well, a, a few of them. A lot of them come from Jericho. All right. Let's drink uh, it in, man. Okay. Stupid idiot. That's not really a catchphrase. It's not sure something it made up. It's... It... Yeah, that's not like a, what you gotta do, brother, or you can't see me. Those are both face catchphrases, though. I, I didn't say heel or face, I said how many catchphrases. So those are catchphrases. Those are his catchphrases. They're lame, okay? How about that? I just said it. Come at me, Jericho, bro. Jerobro? Jerobro. Jerobro. Bro, it comes. More like... Jerobrone, because he's a jabrone, according to Seth Rollins. But yeah, that's such a cool saying. Any, Way to pass the buck on to Seth Rollins. Any man with that, two hands has a fighting chance. That's great. Isn't that great? All right. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Like I see what you did. I see. I see. It. I get that's it. his. I didn't do that. And uh, I, I know you didn't do that. Anyway. Yeah, that was pretty cool. So how about this uh, triple threat for the? Raw Women's Championship. Well, I always knew that a match like this would get hard for me. Oh, boy. And it's with a heavy... My eyes are up here. I'm not... What? It's with a heavy heart that I just can't... I'm going to have to be safe here. I'm going to have to go with Charlotte because it's just not time. I don't think, I don't think they're gonna take it off her. I would love for Bailey to be women's champ, but I, I don't know. I feel yeah. like Charlotte should keep it. Considering we only have one match left after this, I cannot afford to be safe. Oh, he's fighting back! He's fighting back! <sighs> I'm thinking here. Um, so I am not picking Charlotte. Okay. This is difficult for you, then. Um, and it's not so much as being safe, but from a story standpoint, that's where I feel. 
safest of all. Don't let that affect what you do. I do think... Honestly, I do think that... Um, they're more likely to keep it on Charlotte. But if not Charlotte... That doesn't necessarily mean she's going to win. Because she can keep the belt. No. It's triple threat. Oh, yeah, that's right. Remember we had a conversation? Like, how... <laughs> why Why triple threat matches are no disqualification? Yeah, I didn't... That's just... such a stupid conversation. <laughs> it was no. so fun. <laughs> like, yeah, we couldn't figure it out. <laughs> Until after, yeah, well, who who wins? Like <laughs> somebody gets, you know. <laughs> oh man, I am gonna go with Bailey. Wow, I feel like if they're gonna take it off of Charlotte, they're gonna want to give it to someone who is healthy. And we we've discussed in the past, Sasha has her health issues. She has a uh, uh, potentially injured back. She has this. She has that. She, as you said, has. Sort of, well, not exact words, but you said she has sort of a dangerous style. So I think that they'd rather put it on Bailey because she would stay healthier longer. Oh, man. This is, again, one of those things where I'd be happy to be wrong. This is a very difficult title defense. But I stand by my decision. True champion does not back down. No matter what the odds are, no matter what their feelings are on a match, he goes in hard in the heart. I've, I've erected a stone wall around there. I will not allow my emotions to cloud my mind. Can we call you then Stonewall Johnson? You can call me whatever you want, but do not forget to add Chip to it. Because I clash the champions! Oh wait, we still have one more match. I, can't, I can't go into promo mode yet. <laughs> so, uh, Kevin Owens, right? Yeah. Okay, it's Kevin Owens show. It is Kevin Owens show. And Kevin Owens, much like me, will go through, or at least into, October as champion of the universe. Well, I've got some bad news for you! Rich the Riz, basement chair is gonna break it down for you. At Clash of Champions, he's gonna walk in champion. He's gonna walk out champion. And you, next week on this podcast, will be digesting your humble pie all the way from Sunday. If you're smart, wait, no, that's that's the rock. <laughs> yeah, the basement chair said so. Wait, that's Stone Cold. <laughs> I don't have a thing yet, but when I do, it's going down. Just like you, onto the mat, on your back, when I hook the leg, and the referee counts one, two, three. And it's not going to be one, two, it's one, two, three. <sighs> What's going down? It's. You're going down. You. Nah, you're going you're gonna to lose, bro. And it's okay. Because in the new Jera, I am a gracious champion. I have done nothing untowards during my brief title reign so far. Yes. 
Oh, it's true. It's di- damn it. That's Kurt Angle. <laughs> I gotta come up with a thing. I need a thing. Sounds like a person. Everyone problem. has a thing. I don't have a catchphrase. I have a thing. That's not a catchphrase what you do. No, I don't have a catchphrase. I have a thing. Yeah, a catchphrase. Like a catchphrase has to be something that that defines your character. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Welcome to the new Jera. Not quite. Damn. Yeah, you can't you can't do that that finger point because that's Jericho. Yeah. Jericho. I will stab you in the face. Don't you ever. Because this Sunday at Clash of Champions, you will be burned by the righteousness. My righteousness. Yeah. Face my righteous fury. Balled up fists of light. <laughs> bow, bow, bow. Pew, 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 pew. I like what I, right, when my fist moves, it's like a laser beam. Focused light. Goes, right, hit that left hook. Pew, and the right hook. Pew. You're like blinded. You're like, oh shit, am I seeing stars? No, you're blinded by the righteousness. Cool. Yeah, that's right. Way to sell it, bro. You gotta say it with disdain. Bro. Yeah, you gotta get bro. It's like F you. That's like the F you. Bro. Especially that face. Yeah, it's gotta be the face, oh. bro. Oh, if you could see this face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Such a heel. I can imagine the face I'm making just reacting to it. It, it looks like you smell like ass. Like, you, you you were on the subway, and you get on, and you're about to, you see, like, the train's crowded, and the best, the two-seater is available, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna go sit there. And you go sit down, and all of a sudden, you make that face, and you smell like just a mixture of bum, piss, and poo, and rat feces, balled up in a stew, on a hot summer day. Left out to rot, covered in dog poo. Like the the B.O. episode of Seinfeld when he couldn't get the uh, stench out of his car. But worse than that. No, there's no worse. Tomato, I, tomato sauce couldn't get it out. I described the scent. I described the scent. Those are all real scents that you smell and you put it all together. It's worse than that. Because that's in the, that's you have no first-hand account of the smell in there. They didn't describe it as anything. You're welcome. Alright. So to recap, I mean, we do have a pay-per-view. Uh, we agree on all but one match. So I'll just run down the winners. Nia Jax over Alicia Fox. Roll down the end. TJP defending against THE Brian Kendrick. They didn't say THE on Raw, by the way. That is a shame. Cesaro over Sheamus. Roman to become the new United States Champion. Gift to Jericho. Club, new tag champs. Owens retaining against the Rollins. And I got the Bailey. Basic Jericho's got the Charlotte. This is difficult. 
I'm actually look. I am now looking forward to this pay per view. I wasn't before. I really wasn't. You know, and that's not. To, I'm not trying to say anything negative about the performers involved. That's not. That's not how I'm. I'm just. I said this. It's not really any heat. The yeah. The 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 the, the strings. You know the 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 the, the storyline. I don't understand. I mean, I think it's it's tough. Because I understand you don't need storylines to enjoy wrestling, but I do. On the main roster, you know that that's what they do. So it's it's tough. I think part of it is the fact that it's broken up. That we just had a, a pay per view two weeks ago, and now it's another pay per view, and the, the the roster is a split. I feel like with my fucking memory, it's I I can't. I don't remember what happened on Raw a month ago, you know? You know, if it wasn't for the DVR, I don't know if I'd watch Raw. Because I need to be able to fast forward to certain things. Yeah. It's rough. Rough. Tell you what's not rough. Fall Brawler Slamberay Mania. Whatever. Fest. Summer Fest. Best. Whatever the hell you want to call Fall it. Fall brawls. The, 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 the respective uh, GMs of both shows decided to skip SummerSlam. <laughs> and they decided that we're going for Fall Brawl. I mean, we are we are in the last uh, third of September. Yeah, and it is technically fall. The summer is over. Had we done this a week ago, it would have still technically been SummerSlam. But it's not because it's fall. Oh, you told me a week ago that oh, oh, the the, the class champions isn't next week; it's two weeks. Well, for starters, I didn't realize I'd be defending my title, you know, back to back like that. Ah, uh, there he is. He's getting the excuse ready. But he's warming, he's warming it up for you. I'm just I'm, Plant, planting the seed. You're not even gonna let me the speak. Seed of- you're trying to bury me. Listen to me. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Ricard. You will once again be humbled before me. My righteousness, but I am benevolent. I am a benevolent champion. And I will accept you as my serf. You will serve me vegetables on platter. Like I do every week already? You either will become my serf or you will be court jester. You decide if you wish to be a clown or you wish to serve at my court. It will be your choice. This reminds me of what I was telling you before. I, what I was... I almost started talking to you. Where's my email? I listened to the uh, Matt Hardy episode of Talk is Jericho. How good was that? That was so good. He... Alright. Dude's damn creative. He's off his fucking rocker. He has to be. The seven deities. <laughs> and I like how he, he was able to off the dome bullshit a reason for why he can't name all seven deities. Yeah, that's great. You, he has an answer for everything. You have to believe. That's that's the way I live my life, bro. You believe in yourself and, and, and what you say and your words. Feel magic. And you're right. Your gimmick and his gimmick are different. A little different. Thank you. Thank you. He is magic. I am not. Hey, there's two different things. 
He managed to almost sort of explain the air. Right? He's, um, he's also on another one. Um, I didn't hear it though. Uh, Conan's podcast, Keep It 100. I didn't catch that. Conan? Conan. Conan O'Brien? Conan! Oh, that Conan. Oh, Jesus geez. Christ, dude. We're talking about wrestling. Uh, you know what? And you go to Conan O'Brien? He's fun. He's a funny guy. Gee, he is pretty funny. Why but can't like, I find my email? Okay, I found it. Conan just pissed me off enough in the past, and yeah, he hasn't changed. He's still the same. See, he pisses me off. I fucking feel terrible for him because he obviously didn't save any of his money, and he needs this hip replacement and all these surgeries and shit. Wow. All right, listen, I'm not, I'm not gonna go into that. But we gotta go. We have business. We have business to discuss. And that's our sponsors at... Oh, we don't have sponsors. Bex Oktoberfest. I also dislike how Jericho goes into commercials. Right? The whole commercial is pre-taped. And then mid-interview, like, he'll... Well, obviously, when he's editing, he'll make an intro to it. He'll he'll segue to it. Alright, that's nice of you to say that. But he doesn't edit shit. He has somebody for that, I bet. Sorry. Yeah. Someone <laughs> edits that shit. I don't yeah, fucking know. Yeah, it's so sneaky. I would do it in the beginning. All, I really dislike when podcasts do that. They just, they cut, like, it, it messes up the flow of the conversation of what's happening, you know? Yeah, like, I'm, I'm a big fan of Jericho. I've never used his fucking, excuse me, Amazon code to, you know. I did. To get my Fitbit, and I never tweeted it, so I didn't get followed. But I buy stuff on Amazon all the time, so maybe. Anyway. <clears throat> Let's... Is, is that, like, a permanent offer? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. We'll talk about that off here. Well, the agreement was... I get the first pick in the draft lottery. So Basement Jared gets... The main event of the first pay-per-view. Uh, you said it incorrect. The main event of the evening. That's that's how you say it. So if you got the main event, I am the curtain jerk. In life, there are curtains that must be jerked. And it is your job to jerk it. This time. <clears throat> this time. You're, you're the jerky boy next time. Well, I am the jerk if you're nasty. It's in my intro. It's in the beginning. It wasn't that long ago. Take that jingle. Yes. So. What are you going to jerk the curtain with? The ropes. These four ropes. Those four ropes. Four sides. Right, but not not those ropes. The the ropes that... Oh. You tug it. Control the 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 curtain. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Listen, you will not sully my first match. It is a big match. It's a big match. So obviously we have a video package showing. I have a package. Highlights uh-huh. of the road to the number one contenders tournament, culminating in tonight's match. Kevin Owens versus Shinsuke Nakamura, with the winner facing later on Seth Rollins. For the number one contendership. Wait. So the winner 
of Kevin Owens, Shinsuke Nakamura is yes. going to face Seth Rollins for the number one contendership? Yes. Okay. Because if you recall, as the video package just showed, I guess that means you want me to elaborate a well, bit. some of us... I agreed that Seth Rollins really didn't get his rematch because there was the whole, you know, brand split. You got the world championship, so he can't get his rematch. Okay. So, he does deserve to be number one contender, but that can't just be handed to him. But I got a bunch of guys that are hungry. So I had a road to the number one contendership. Seth Rollins will face the winner of the tournament. This is now the tournament finals. Kevin Owens versus Shinsuke Nakamura. So wait. So the winner of this match fights Seth Rollins, and the winner of that match is the number one contender? Yes. Okay. The number one contender does not get his match tonight. Okay. Because then the champ will be fighting two matches. Okay. There's no championship match tonight. Gotcha. If you recall... I, which I don't, because it was a long time ago. You have the World Heavyweight Championship. I know. I have the U.S. Champion. That's right. And the NXT Champion. Right. Rusev and Samoa Joe. Right. And they're they fighting. They are fighting to determine... Who the champ, champ. Which championship is the premier championship of Monday Night Raw. See, that's what you're supposed to do. Steve, good job. You did it. Because everybody has to know. Not just you. Not just me. What? What? Good job, man. I'm I, saying. I probably could have written that in, but whatever. What? Right? So, obviously, you know, we're not going to go move for move here. No, because we have no idea what the hell we're talking about. But after a back and forth start, Owen starts working over Nakamura's leg. And he has things pretty much in control until, as Kevin Owens is wont to do, he shouts at Cole to do his job or something. And Nakamura hits some stiff kicks. Followed by the Kinshasa for the win. Only one? Wow. Very good. Owens took his eye off the ball. You, you're not supposed to do that. Can't do, you you can't do that eye. against Shinsuke Nakamura. No, because then you get got. What's your first match? My first match. Bro. My first match is a handicap match. Because if you guys have did, you probably don't remember or never heard it because... Rich Riz wants to bury me and destroy my creativity. <clears throat> uh, that's neither here nor there. Uh, John Cena is going to face Sheamus and Mark Henry in a handicap match, which is no disqualification. And uh, John Cena is... Uh, he fights both guys at the same time. And this, and this handicap match is no disqualification. I hate to interrupt, but do you want to mention their affiliation with The Miz? Well, sh- well, Sheamus and Mark Henry... Mr. And- Mr. We Need Some Background Story here. Because you forgot. Mark I, Henry... I, I reminded you of it. I fucking remember the affiliation with The Miz. Okay. You didn't even mention Miz. Oh, well, you know, part of friendship is to lift each other up. So thanks. I appreciate that. Bro. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Sheamus, uh, okay, so Mark Henry works for The Miz as his bodyguard, and Sheamus is also working with The Miz so he could get a part in The Miz's new movie, Marine 5 or something. That's exactly (laughs) what it's called. I think it was Marine 5, Hail to the Chief, something like that. 
Anyway. So, John Cena gets the W because he, he, he pulls out from under the ring the word life lock and chain. The lock and chain. The lock and chain, that's right, and he just clocks both of them simultaneously. Like, uh, like his fist across both faces. Across both faces. So it was a Three Stooges move. Yes, it was like the Three <laughs> Stooges, and, and and they fell through table together. And nice. Yeah. So obviously, Sheamus being the lighter one out of the two, he dragged his ginger butt into the ring and covered him. One, two, three. Word life, basic Thugonomics place. Nice. John Cena, he's the greatest of all so, time. You think you're untouchable? I got that shit on my phone. I know you do. It's a good song. It is. It's the greatest. Jesse's greatest of all time. My second match. Hit me up on Twitter. Of course, video package highlights more of the normal contender, the road to the normal contendership tournament, particularly Zack Ryder versus Mojo Raleigh, and how Mojo beat Ryder. That was it. I'll you remember? That. Yeah. I'll okay. How Mojo beat Ryder, and then went on to lose to Shinsuke Nakamura, and then... Zack Ryder, because he felt he could have beaten Shinsuke, he oh, turns no. on Mojo. He's delusional. Yeah. Wow. You know, it's that Long Island water, man. So that's what leads us to Zack Ryder versus Mojo Raleigh. Oh, oh man. Hype bros. I, I hate that you did that to them. Zack Ryder comes out to new dark music with a new look, with his hair not spiked, but slicked back. Like a man losing his hair. What a heel move. Mojo hits the ring fast, and Ryder's ready for him, stomping on him as he slides into the ring, but Mojo gets a bit of offense going, but Ryder's too quick and avoids a splash in the corner. Mojo tries for a slam, but Ryder rakes the eyes, hits the bootlicker, not known as the broski boot anymore. It's the bootlicker. Is he a bootlicker? No. Followed by a boot to the back of the head from the second rope for the win. Ryder. Oh, man. He didn't pull a tights or anything? He raked the eyes. Oh, okay. Alright, good. You gotta... I'm upset at your booking. How could you do that? The hype bros are awesome and you broke them up! You're a bad person. That's what you know. How do you sleep? Sorry, I got, I got something coming that I know you will also hate. It's not tonight. I'm working on something. Balance the scales! It won't balance the scales at all. I don't like it. I hate when you do that. Alright. I'm gonna put... After that debacle, we gotta bring up the audience. We gotta... We gotta have the Tag Team Champions of the World! American Alpha! Take on the Enzo and the Cass for the Tag Team Championships. This is a fun match. Competitive. Uh, Cass gets... Enzo tags Cass for the hot tag. And, uh, American Alpha, they win with the Grand Amplitude. Both teams shake hands and they leave together. I know. No heat. Snowy Nevash. <laughs> well, here we got heat. So, a video package shows footage from the. Fatal four way to determine the number one contender for the women's championship, Oscar's women's championship, uh, which Sasha won, 
and then chose Nikki Bella and Alicia Fox's subsequent interference in the first match between Asuka and Sasha for the belt. Introducing Asuka versus Sasha versus Nikki for the WWE Women's World Championship. Before the match starts, I come out to say that if Foxy interferes in this match, Nikki will be removed from the match, making it a one-on-one match. Foxy throws a tantrum and almost gets herself ejected from ringside, but manages to calm herself down to not get ejected. Sasha takes a nap for a bit, while Nikki and Asuka go at it. Asuka's stiff style is too much for her to handle, and Sasha breaks up a few pinfalls before getting tossed back outside. Foxy tries to, to distract Asuka, but eats a hip attack and gets dropped from the apron to the floor. Then, Asuka locks Nikki in the Asuka lock, and Sasha is just a little bit too late to break up. And Asuka retains. Good. She's undefeated, though, right? Still undefeated. Okay, good. The Empress of Tomorrow. Today! <clears throat> Alright, so let's see if I can follow that up. I'm going to try my best. So, The Miz has to defend his Intercontinental Championship against an opponent of John Cena's choosing, because The Miz chose John Cena's match mm-hmm. earlier today. And The Miz is filled with confidence. He's got his really, really hot wife. She's super hot. She's showing extra cleavage. I, okay, I don't know why I'm describing that. It's probably going to make some people upset at me. But I'm ready, because I'm the champ! And you got to stand by what you say. Stand by your man. That's right, The Miz! He's in the ring, he's awesome, he's holding up his belt, he's ready for anybody to come, but he looks like a guy, he looks like a man with a plan. He looks like he can take anybody on, when all of a sudden, the lights go low. And this, like, weird words, and and, and, and the demonic tongue, even. What could this be? What could this be? Who, what, what's happening? What's happening, Rich Riz? It's Finn Balor! Finn Balor is a, is a challenger for the Mrs. Intercontinental Championship, as chosen by the John Cena. Finn Balor is whooping butt. He's cleaning house, and, you know, he, he did that, the, the, the entrance he does all the time. Miz is spooked. He's trying to get away from it, but he just can't. He gets Pele kicked in the mouth. He gets all the spots that the Finn Balor does, and the Miz all of a sudden, he's, he's making a signal to, to, to his wife. And, and she's calling for help, and no one's coming. And we see backstage cameras that there's a, uh, the business locker room, the doors, they can't open because they're chained shut by the word life chain. <laughs> his, his friends can't come. Mark Henry and Seamus can't come to interfere. No one's going to save the Miz. And it's, Finn Balor, he hits the uh, the coup de grace, but that wasn't enough because the Miz, he had he got pulled his foot it's on the rope. Oh my God, what's happening? Nineteen sixteen. The one, two, three, the Intercontinental Champion. Finn Balor's the champion. I can't believe it. <sighs> Crowd goes wild. Everybody's happy. Okay. Miz is actually crying. He's got tears, and uh, he leaves. And the Finn Balor, he's celebrating in the ring. He's the demon, and he's happy that he's the champ. I got something to say about that match after I do this match. Okay. So Biggie and Kofi Kingston come out to talk about how, despite being our 
WWE World Tag Team Champions. They haven't been featured on Raw since just after the draft. Because that GM is trying to bury them. They say that Xavier is nearly 100% recovered from his shoulder injury at the hands of the club, that brutal attack, and he will be back playing Francesca 2 any day now. Any new day now. Indeed. Video package airs replaying the brutal attack. Meanwhile, they have a score to settle with the club for injuring him in the first place. The club come out and say they're not getting in the ring unless the tag titles are on the line. Oh no. New Day's like, they, you know, they, they want to get the club in the ring. They agree. Tiles on the line. Biggie and Kofi Kingston versus Gallows and Anderson. Before the bell rings, the brawl ensues, during which they seem to injure Kofi's ankle. He's nursing it on the outside while the club beat down on Biggie. They stop the assault just long enough for the ref to confirm that Ian Kofi are barely well enough to compete and willing. And they want this match. And they continue the two, two-on-one assault on Biggie, breaking that up before the ref's five count. Biggie's out of it, looks to tag Kofi, who's on the apron, still nursing his ankle. Kofi's willing to tag in, though. E decides not to tag, and he announces to defend this by mentioning that Kofi's strength is in his speed and agility, which he won't have with a bum wheel. Kofi can't even stand out on the apron. When the club send the ref there to get the doc to check on him, they hit the magic killer on Biggie with the double team. The ref turns around and counts the pin, and we have new tag team champions, Gallows and Anderson. And what I wanted to say about your match is we think alike in having a tile change in pretty much the same spot. That's crazy. Stop thinking like me. Always. I'm thinking like you. Are you me? Or oh, I'm me. I was me three years in a day before you were you. That just means you're old. Er. Er than you, yeah. Shit. I don't know how I'm supposed to follow that up. I guess I'm going to have to follow with a World Heavyweight Championship match. Which, well, I guess since Raw seems to air video packages all day, SmackDown's going to put their own and show a broad No, broad show. Wait, you have two matches. Two matches up, right? left. Okay. Yeah. This is a World Heavyweight Championship match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bray Wyatt won a number one contender's Battle Royal with help from Luke Harper. And he's taking on the current heavyweight champion, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns has been on a tear lately. He's an uncontrollable element. Who knows if this match, this match is going to be on the up and up. So, Bray Wyatt comes in. He's got the fireflies and whatever. Uh, Luke Harper is banned from ringside. Hmm. Banned. What authority figure said that? Just curious. Triple H. Okay. You know, I have Triple H and Kane on my show. Okay. You didn't say who said that. Oh. Well, people who watch SmackDown. Is Triple H a wrestler or a authority figure? No, he's just an authority figure. I I don't have him wrestling. Even though he is on my roster. But let's not jump ahead. Let's not jump ahead. I figure if if you have two different songs, you can do both. What? If you have two different songs, you can do both. Kane needs a second song for when he's... Authority. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of like uh, like a presidential song or something. Because <laughs> he should be president. I'm imagining people power. Yeah. <gasps> Alright, so 
Bray Wyatt's got the fireflies and stuff. He's by himself. And out comes the champion of the world, Roman Reigns. And he's, he's super, he, even before he, he gets to the ring, he's just <laughs> cocking his arm like a madman. No one knows what the hell he's thinking <laughs> in his mind. He's just, it's almost, just jacking that on. It's almost perverse what almost. he's doing to that forearm. And he just struts into that ring. He walks up the, no. He starts to walk up the steel steps, but he then kicks them away for no reason. No reason just to be a jerk. And he gets into the ring, and he flips everybody off. Uh, That's right. You could boo him now. And he's doing that. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. He's feeding on. He's like, he's saying, he's mouth open. The more you boo me, the more it's going to hurt for this guy. Oh, he's so angry. Mm. Roman Reigns, he's he's crazed. (laughs) So, of course, it's a knockdown dragout. Bray Wyatt versus Roman Reigns. This is for the championship. So, this is a regulated match. There is no... It's not a not-disqualification match. You can be counted out, and you can be disqualified. So, it's a solid back-and-forth match. And, uh, all of a sudden... Roman Reigns is about to hit the spear on Bray Wyatt, and the lights, they go out. And Bray Wyatt is not in the ring anymore. He's outside on ringside. What's happening? What's going on? There's another guy. There's another guy in the ring. Luke Harper's bad for ringside. Who is this guy? All of a sudden, he gets, he gives Roman Reigns a really hard clothesline. And Roman Reigns gets to his knees, and he gets kicked in the face. In the face. What's happening? It's a, they, 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 the bell rings. It's disqualification. Who is this guy? Well, all of a sudden, what's happening? The Triple H comes out. And like, security, get this guy out of here. This gentleman, he's, he's pretty swole. He's got huge arms, and he's wearing, he's wearing surfer shorts. He's got no shirt on. And he's wearing sunglasses. How does he keep his sunglasses on? We'll never know. We're going to tune in. And the ref, the, 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 the announcer's in the ring. The announcer's going, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is, the ref has ruled this a no contest. This is a no contest. It's pandemonium out there. Roman Reigns is pissed. He wants blood. He wants after this guy. What's happening? You don't know what's happening. Who is this guy? And then we cut. Everybody's out. We cut to some video package about charity or kids, <laughs> sick kids, because uh, the, the 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 superstars of Raw and SmackDown they went out to the local hospitals to raise awareness for dumb kids. That's right. You know, being a dumb kid, it's an epidemic. Because you're on the train and you're holding up service for other people who are trying to get to work. With your stupid games and your dumb stuff. Dumb kids. Did you have a commuting issue this morning? I always have a commuting issue. Well, it's a good thing you leave like four hours early to get to work. I know, right? It's called preparation. For a 45 minute commute. That's right. I like it. I like getting an hour just to hang out. Actually, it's probably like an hour because of the, the... The walk to the train. And yeah, 15 minutes. Yeah, plus 45, <laughs> that's an hour. You're right. Well, even the Raw announcers are wondering, who is this guy? 
Because that's always an interesting question. Who is this guy? Yeah. So, brief replay plays of Shinsuke Nakamura's win over Kevin Owens earlier to set up Shinsuke Nakamura versus Seth Rollins for the number one contendership. This is insane. To which to which title we still don't know. We don't know. We, we don't know. know what the main title is. We don't know yet. Wait a second. That means you have to get two matches back to back. No, you have another match. No. I thought you had another match. Hold on a second. Well, you, you said you said before you had two more matches. You know what? I don't. But, because I read... I read... You can leave this in because it shows how dumb I am. I, I read, like, my finish. Like, because it's bullet points. My bullet uh-huh. point, my finish is a bullet point. So it looked like that. But I added a segment off the top of my head. So Crazy. I'll have a segment before that. So you have a segment? I have a segment. So I don't have to do two more. Nope. You okay. can do it after that. So, yes, we don't know what championship yet. So, match starts. Seth works on the same leg that Kevin Owens worked on earlier in the night. And now Nakamura is limping on it. Seth locks in every leg hold he knows. Half crab, knee bar, Indian deathlock, and a figure four, which Nakamura almost passes out to and nearly gets his shoulders pinned to. His knee is in bad shape, and when Nakamura tries to mount a comeback, Seth kicks him in the leg and hits the pedigree for the win to become number one contender for a title yet to be determined. Wow. Great ring awareness by Seth Rollins. You know, because if he can't, you can't stand up, you can't fight. You're taking away his strong style weapons of kicking. Eddie can't hit the kick. He's got no legs. That's right. You're psychologically sound. Who says Seth Rollins isn't psychologically sound? Nobody. Communists, that's who. Okay. So, do, it's pandemonium backstage. Triple H is going to okay, What the heck is going on here? We have breaking news that Renee Young actually has an exclusive interview with this mysterious... Mauler. Assailant. The mysterious Who injected himself into this match, still somehow wearing sunglasses. Uh, Sir, who are you? What are you doing here? Oh, I'm glad you asked that. Because my name is Kid Kayak. And I've come... To the WWE for the adrenaline rush of a lifetime. You see, I've gone around the world in my kayak, participating in all sorts of kayak tournaments. Until one day, I was in the special kayak Grand Prix in Australia, in which my kayak was shipwrecked on an island five years ago. And for five years... I lived among these tropical forest bears on this island. I had to wrestle their alpha to become the lead bear. And I had a vision. I had a vision that I had to return to the world of the regular people. Because I had a vision that my father was Poseidon, god of the seas. And he, cre- he created me. He brought a kayak to life. And that is who I am. So I built a kayak with my bear friends. That's right, I'm friends with the bears. We created a kayak, but there was not enough wood. And I had to use my arms as paddles to get myself 
from offshore to America. And that's why I've got these giant arms for clotheslining. And I'm here to become the heavyweight champion of the world. Because Kid Kayak is here. And when I hit you with the paddle kick, it's game over. Kid Kayak out. Then he just storms off. The security's running after him. How does he move so fast? It's not like he's walking on his giant arms. He's moving fast with his legs. I don't know what to make of this. Neither do I. That's Marlon Alo and um, whoever the other guy is. Not Daniel Bryan. Sorry, I'm like really excited right now. Who? Just so many questions. All that woodwork gets you hot. It does. Especially since I just made all this up. Who, Who is this kid kayak? He just told us, but is this... Is he crazy? It's crazy enough, it just might work. Sign this guy, that's what I say. Back to you, Riz. Well, while Raw's world title match is just having people just interfere and we don't even know who they are. Smackdown. Smackdown, sorry. It's okay. Smackdown's, we don't even know who's interfering, who this person is. Is he signed? Did did they sign this guy? I don't know what's going on. They should sign this they guy. They He's crazy. They don't know what's going on. They they got to get a handle on what's going on on that show. Meanwhile, Raw's back in control of the pay-per-view. So a video package highlights Samoa Joe's heated rivalry with Rusev for the top spot on Raw. If you remember, they've been attacking each other back and forth. Rusev won the original match that was to determine the top spot by cheating with the low blow. To which I said, no, no, no. It's not going to go down like that. You're going to have another match. Because you're the GM of Raw. That's right. I I run Raw. You do. It's my shit. Just making sure. So, we had Joe versus Rusev to determine Raw's dominant championship. Both guys are really fired up to start. They're brawling inside and outside the ring. The ref's giving a little bit of leeway here because it's important. Rusev gets the advantage after shoving Joe into the steps. Rusev keeps working the lower back to wear him down for the accolade when Joe grabs his foot and puts him in the ankle lock. Rusev bra- uh, breaks in the ropes, but Joe keeps control, eventually working on the neck to set him up for the muscle buster, which he hits on a second chance, at least. Immediately after Rusev kicks out of the pin following the muscle buster, Joe locks in the Kakina clutch, middle of the ring, and Rusev, to Lana's dismay, just passes out. Oh, no. Pyros erupt. As Joe holds up both the U.S. and NXT Championship belts, though he's still only officially the NXT Champion, as the announcers are want to, uh, are telling you, and they also reveal that on Raw, I have a special announcement to make regarding the NXT Championship. Is it to be a Universal Championship? Gotta tune in, bro. Gotta tune in everything. Who's this? Is this guy crazy? What's happening? That's just pyros, right? No confetti, because I have a match. Yeah, it's just pyros. It's not cool to have confetti. I know. I said pyros. I didn't say confetti. Uh, If there was confetti, I would have said confetti. He's not the new champ. So we're back with the SmackDown announcers. They're still reeling. They're still... It's a head-scratcher. It's a head-scratcher what's happening. SmackDown... It's just 
I have word from backstage, my Marlon Hall, it's bad, Marlon Hall, that uh, Triple H and Kane are going to address this kid kayak person, this controversy, but to tell you at WWE Universe that at the behest, Roman Reigns will address this as well. Roman Reigns wants Kid Kayak. He wants him signed so he can punch his face off because he's, he does Superman punches. And he's still doing it with his forearm. What's happening? It's pandemonium. But that's neither here nor there. Our newest ring announcer is in the ring. Jay Brome Buffett in the ring. And now, the main event of the, of the evening. And it is for the Women's Heavyweight Championship of the World! It's a little insulting. <laughs> what? Heavyweight? Oh, yeah. Uh, girls don't like that, right? No, not It's for the Women's Championship of the World! Well, weight class, bro. <laughs> it's time for the match. First, we have the current Women's champion, Charlotte. And she looks fantastic. She's got the same stuff. She's just Charlotte, she's coming in. She's champion of the Raw. The, she has the SmackDown belt now. It's blue. It's no longer red. Because red sucks. We swapped. We did? Sure. Whatever. Makes sense. It's, well, you, no. What swap? Because well, there was no... Your belt is... There was no... Oh yeah, true. Oscar's. We predate. Oscar was NXT Women's Champion. Oh, I, I we debuted the uh, women's champ, the women's world championship. You did. Oh, okay. Well, listen, listen. So you changed your belt. Okay. You changed the belt. It's neither here nor there. And Becky comes out. And she's she's still super serious. She's 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 ready to. She's focused. She wants that paper. She wants the title, which is now suspended above the ring. Above the ladder, because this is the first ever main event women's title ladder match. A pay-per-view. And it's unbelievable what's happening here. It's, a, it's the usual spots back and forth. Charlotte, she she tries to to, to poke the eyes out of, of Becky, but Becky wasn't having that. She counters that with a woman slap to the face. And boy was it heavy, because she did it with her forearm. And Charlotte's reeling as she tosses Charlotte outside of the ring like hot garbage, just through the bottom rope because she's not that strong. She slides her out like hot garbage. She's out in the ring. They're brawling on the outside. Whoa! This is crazy. You know, basement chair is always talking about how it's too much outside stuff, but this is a ladder match and this is special. This is for all the marbles. This means, this means everything to Becky Lynch because she gets the money, she gets the belt, She's trying her hardest because she's always coming up short. So they're fighting. And, uh, Becky Lynch gets shoved into the barricade. She falls through it. She, she hits her back on a chair. She's, oh, she's in a bad way. But Charlotte goes to pick her up. But Becky's not having that. She chops the leg down. Woo! Whoa, out of the, the book of, Charlotte's father, the nature boy Ric Flair, who she shunned all those weeks ago, probably months ago, I don't remember, whatever. And Becky's got the upper hand once again. She 
grabs Charlotte and she hits a backsploder suplex through the table! Ah. Through the table! The table explodes! This literal explosion! Like, not like a real explosion, but just like it, okay. it collapses. Becky makes it. She gets into the ring. She's climbing up the ladder. She's super tired. She's she's gonna she's going for the belt. Oh, Charlotte's coming up. She's she's running for the ladder. She's just too late. She's too late because Becky Lynch is the new women's champion. There's confetti that's coming down from the ceiling. There's pyros, there's streamers, there's a marching band. There's a marching band coming down the ramp and encircling the ring. All the all the superstars of SmackDown, they come out to the ring and, and they hoist her up over their shoulders. There's a, there's a banner that comes down. It says, last kicker. It's got her face on it and, and, and she looks amazing. It was actually painted by that guy that makes those paintings for the WWE superstars and stuff. Rob Schamberg. Rob Schamberg. It's a Rob Schamberg original. And all of a sudden, this wheeled out on like a pedestal is a statue of Becky Lynch holding up the world title. It's almost as if we knew this would happen because this was destiny. This is, this is a, a culmination of hard work, blood, sweat, and tears as we go off air to a new era in SmackDown. And of course, at the end, they showed the logo of the pay-per-view, which is now called Becky Mania. No, it's not. It's still Fall Brawl, whatever we call it. Don't hate, bro. It's a little ridiculous. Do you know how careful you got to be when you're using both pyro and confetti at the same time? I Do you know? Yeah, because it's flammable. I often don't it, bro. I just th- I just want to throw everything out there. Yeah, you fucking did. And then and then and then it comes no, back and no. a kitchen sink the just randomly appears on the credits. A kitchen sink. No, the credits come out of a kitchen sink. You know how credits normally scroll down? They don't scroll. They credits. explode up. They do. They do the WWE logo. It came out of a kitchen no. sink. Out of a kitchen sink. We're That's just trying to bury who? Really? What? It's a new. It's a joint show. Hey, you're the one who started this shit. With your pyros. And I went all the way, baby. So if I hadn't said pyros, you wouldn't have said... I would have just made all the stuff Every single possible celebratory thing short of a fucking pinata. I was gonna do the pinata, but it didn't make sense. It would look like Charlotte. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I should have did. So, you... The GM of SmackDown made... Becky Lynch, you are women's champion. Which was the original plan had you not slowed down our episodes to a screeching halt. Oh, I see. You're trying to get me angry. Yeah, I'm very mad because that was my original booking from day one. You, you did, you did mention, you did mention that SmackDown was stealing your ideas. They were! I, okay. And it I makes know. me angrier because there's so much I want to do that they stole. They just stole. Like we were going somewhere. Is that why you changed your Wi-Fi password? Because you want to make sure they're not hacking you? No, because... You should say yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's what happened. That is what happened. Uh, here, Here's an out. Say yes. Yes. 
That's that's exactly what happened. <laughs> I had to change the Wi-Fi password because they're hacking me. They hired Russian hackers to hack into my Wi-Fi, and now I changed the password to something else. It's not swordfish anymore. No, it never was. Goldfish. No. No, it's not words. I added Kid <laughs> Kayak to your roster. Thank you. I came up with that name when we were on the beach. That time, you and my girlfriend. That whole thing. That's why I asked if we were allowed to do that. Like, make shit up. <laughs> well, we. Ho- I hope you liked our pay-per-view. I hope you've been enjoying... Our uh, respective episodes. Did you feel the excitement? I know I did. And don't worry, folks. We're, I'm going to negotiate a new contract, and hopefully we can get crank out more episodes. You know, because I think, I think we should make an effort to get more episodes out there so my knees can't get cut out from under me anymore by the WWE. We'll, we'll see what we can do. Uh, make sure you tune in to Riz's Raw. Whenever the next one may be, got some big shit coming, let me tell you. That's right, guys. Live. Thank you for listening. Yeah, it's actually F-P-L. We didn't do a pay-per-view. We did a free... Per listen. Per listen. Alright. I, can't, I, I won't fuck remember after. I look forward to the free per listen next time. You're going to hear our audio shows. I am working on a gem of a Smackdown. So, I'm going to take us through a journey. It's called Basement Bookers on Facebook. It's called Basement Bookers on Twitter. It's called at Basement Chair on Twitter. At Rich Deriz on Twitter. Stitcher, iTunes, rate, review, match of life, one fall, scheduled, make it count. Boom. And do what the man says. Follow the booker!